Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Shalom Yehudim, Shalom Lebenei Noach, Shalom Goyim. It's the evening of the fourth day, Ches B'chodesh Adar Aleph, Parashat Tetzaveh, Tavshin Pei Beis 5782, the evening of the third day, Tuesday, 8 February 2022. You're listening to Phantom Nation, podcasting on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, coming to you from the least racist nation on the planet, reviled as the most racist. In this edition, we proffer the uh, non-mainstream view of the faux pas of Whoopi Goldberg, by suggesting that she was absolutely right in disassociating the Holocaust from racism, if not for the right reason. Uh, Most critics howled at her for denying anti-Semitism was a form of racism when it cannot be because Jewishness is not a function of race. It's plainly not true that the Jews are a race, no more than there is an American race. The American identity is fidelity to the U.S. Constitution, and likewise the Jewish identity is rooted in the Jewish Constitution, the Five Books of Moses. It is an identity perfectly absent any racism. If Jewishness was racism, it could not accept as it does converts. Indeed, the Jews foresee the Messiah himself coming from converts, as did the prototype for him, David, descended from a convert, not just any uh, otherwise uh, seriously defective nation. It is ironic, even cosmically ironic, that while the UN General Assembly in 1975 said Zionism was a form of racism, Just last week, Amnesty International smeared Israel with the word apartheid, which is the same thing, when in fact the Jews are arguably the most racially mixed nation on the planet. For 18 centuries and more, we were scattered to the four corners of the earth where Gentiles converted and added to our gene pool, many of them with different skin colors. And in this edition, we will hear what sounds like an extraordinary interview with none other than the greatest expert on race, the devil himself, Adolf Hitler. Toward the end of the war, he admitted in an interview that the Jews are not a race, which surely debunks the claim that anti-Semitism is a form of racism, and throws into question the angry critics of Whoopi Goldberg, insisting the Nazis were obsessed with racial purity, unlike what she said, when I say, you give these pagan Germans too much credit as believers in the science of racism and how important racial purity was to them. For a thousand years and counting before the first Nazi opined on racial purity, the Nazis hated Jews big time. With the death of Christianity in the West, they had to come up with a new way of hating us, and that was the fake science of race, to justify murdering Jews, as the Germans had on so many occasions in the past, and we'll get started after the following message or messages from IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Israel is located in one of the most volatile areas in the world. Israel is an island of stability and a sea of war and unrest. In the midst of this turmoil, Israel stands out as a beacon of order and human progress. Each week we update you on what's happening in this, the Jewish state, a true light unto the nations. This is Jay Shapiro. Join me every Thursday on Israel News Talk Radio. (laughs) 
Shalom Yehudim, Shalom Lebenei Noach, Shalom Lagoyim. It's the evening of the fourth day. Aches Bechodesh Adar Aleph, Parshes Teitzaveh, Tavshin Pei Beis, 5782, the evening of the third day, Tuesday, 8 February 2022. You're listening to Phantom Nation, podcasting on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, coming to you from apartheid Israel, the most racist nation in the world and the judgment of the world, and that this is a lie and the opposite of the truth speaks volumes about both Jews and the people who lie about us. The anti-Jew sneers at us for claiming to be the chosen people. Who do you think you are? But in fact, we are the chosen people, chosen by God, who chose us to receive the greatest book ever written, the five books of Moses, which has moved history as no other. Our thousands of years of Jewish, amazing, miraculous, immortal history spawned as well Christian civilization and Muslim culture. And and secondly, uh, we Jews are certainly the chosen people. If not chosen by God, that is an unprovable religious belief. Take it or leave it. But we have been chosen, it's a fact, by people in every generation for special treatment, commonly mass murder, pillage, rape, looting. And the greatest uh, choosers of this people for this special treatment, ironically, are the perennial homicidal Jew haters, a.k.a. anti-Semites, who accuse us of being the chosen people. Those who sneer at us for that are the greatest haters of this people that they deny are chosen. (laughs) A week ago in this uh, podcast, we reported on the um, Whoopi Goldberg affair, uh, and which I think uh, was a huge injustice to her. I saw no malice in what she said, only ignorance. This TV program is all women, and women are much more emotional than men, more in touch with their feelings. Only too many of them make the mistake of thinking their feelings are truth. I bet Whoopi never in her life ever read one book on the Holocaust, and yet she feels she has the right to speak with authority on it. Her words come from her feelings about racism in general, what it is and what it's not. But on reflection, she was absolutely right unwillingly so, when she denied the Holocaust was about racism. She has been perceived, therefore, to be some kind of a critic of, uh, like a Holocaust denier, and she doesn't deserve that. Uh, She shouldn't be suspended from the program like a school child. She was certainly unoriginal and very wrong to describe the Holocaust as man's inhumanity to man when it was about man's inhumanity to Jews, which people have had a hard time confronting because it has been so monstrous. Anti-Semitism is not racism. It can't be for the simple fact that the Jews are not a race, which is an observable, biological, anatomical, immutable fact of life. And, and I emphasize observable. All accusations against Jews are 100% lies, delusions, myths, legends, superstitions, fairy tales. None of them are ever true, but people believe in them and allow these delusions to move them to serious action against us, against the evil doing of the Jews. Anti-Semitism is a mental disorder in this regard. Adolf Hitler rose to power as a public speaker with his rabble-rousing rants against the Jews, who he said were responsible for Germany's loss in World War I. 1% of the German people were Jews, but uh, think of that. Their power to stab Germany in the back like that and make them lose the war. Immense power those 1% had. 
Whoopi was right that the Holocaust was not about racism because Hitler said it was about racism when he, like all Jew haters, never speak the truth. Hitler's racism theories were just verbal camouflage for his Jew hatred that uh, predates anti-Semitism by thousands of years. The Jewish historian Heinrich Graetz published his six-volume History of the Jews in the 1870s and judged the Germans, uh, among whom he lived, to be the most hateful nationality, uh, hateful of Jews in Europe. Hitler's Nazi theories on race were the lunatic ranting of an uneducated pseudo-intellectual who came of age when the fashion among the chattering classes in Europe had become post-Christian uh, because they no longer believed in Jesus. They could no longer hate Jews religiously, so they had to do something new. <clears throat> this was the age of Charles Darwin, who challenged the veracity of the five books, and the age of Karl Marx, his contemporary, who said religion was a narcotic, but people still hated Jews, and they needed a new rationale for that. The deicide charge had lost its power, so in its place the Jews were no longer seen as a nation, a people of Christ killers, and therefore they did not belong in society. That was now old hat. They were rebranded Semites, Asiatics. The Jews were rebranded a race, a biological fact, which could not be more idiotic as an accusation. If that were the case, it would be impossible for others to convert and join the Jewish people, which they have done in every generation. On the American Thinker site two days ago, there was a credible piece of evidence that Hitler himself knew his slander of the Jewish race was a lie. He himself denied the Jews were a race, if this is accurate. In a reported conversation with Martin Bormann, Hitler said, quote, We speak of a Jewish race only for reasons of convenience. From the genetic point of view, there is no Jewish race. The Jewish race is almost is most of all a spiritual community, which is more enduring than race, close quote. <laughs> if this is true, it's astonishing. Uh, the common voice in the global village attacked Whoopi when she was absolutely right. Racism had nothing to do with it. She was right by accident. Her attackers were adamant that the Nazis were fanatical race theorists, all of them presumably veteran scientists in the science of genetics and the enzymes that produce different skin colors. And it was the Jewish race that they really did not like. But here's Hitler admitting, which should be obvious, that Hitler was the devil incarnate and incapable of speaking the truth, whose hatred of the seed of Jacob was rooted in his character, Jacob's character, which stood for truth. Hitler's alleged commitment to the science of race misses the truth that the whole of Nazi pseudoscience was crack pottery. Hitler portrayed his hatred of Jews as justifiable according to the signs of race, when, like all Jew haters, they cannot tell the truth. In this quote, in the last three months, uh, delivered in the last three months of the war, February 1945, with the end in sight, Hitler admitted the Jews were not a race, which is the truth. In 1975, the Muslim-dominated UN General Assembly judged the Jewish movement for national liberation unique among scores of such movements after World War II for being a racist movement. <clears throat> and this, too, was a cosmic lie, the opposite of the truth, that the Jewish nation uh, is the conquest of racism. Uh, it's the elimination of racism. 
the Jewish people is the most racially mixed nation in the world for having been dispersed all over the planet and accepted uh, people who wanted to convert. And they did. People who belonged to different races. Whoopi was wrong to universalize our crucifixion as an example of man's inhumanity to man, but in truth, the hatred and persecution of Jews has been uh, never been about our physical, racial, biological characteristics, whatever they may be, but our beliefs and behaviors, like uh, eating pigs, like not working on Saturdays. In this excerpt, Hitler seems to experience the moment of lucidity, that the Jews are not a race, but a spiritual community, and that is the source of the murderous hatred hatred of our spirit. Jew hatred is not racism because the Jews are not a race. Not only can all people of all races convert to Jewishness, that's a, that word I prefer over the word Judaism, Jews even believe the Messiah will be a convert, come from converts, as his model David descended from converts, non-Jews. Nazi Jew hatred was not really about racism, that was a dishonest, pseudo-academic, pseudo-scientific cover-up. Jew hatred in Germany was very old, because the before, long before the very invention of the term anti-Semitism, the term that replaced uh, the Christ-killer charge, at its inception in the late 19th century, the term anti-Semitism was as stupid and dishonest as today's terms Islamophobia and homophobia and transphobia and phobiophobia. Anti-Semitism was a new way of hating Jews without religion. And so the Nazis took the concept even to its extreme and rebranded the Jews an incurable virus that had to be exterminated in order to save Deutschland and really the whole world. Jew hatred is never anchored in truth and reality. In the 19th century, anti-Semitism was invented as a fake science to cover that up. <laughs> Tamar Yona Show. Tamar? She's sassy. She's smart. She's funny. But she's also a real Jewish mother. 
Hi, everybody. I'm Tamar Yona. And yes, I can be all of those things. But at Israel News Talk Radio, I'm here to bring you the news stories and guests that you may not hear anywhere else. Join me live on air Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays for the most unique and bold talk radio in Israel. The Tamar Yona Show. So I think uh, Whoopi Goldberg was abused. I don't think she was being anti-Jewish, just ignorant and... Without knowing it, she was right that the Holocaust was not about racism, if not what she thinks it was. And now we know uh, Adolf Hitler uh, said it wasn't about racism. That is, in his confession. In other words, he, he created his career by lying about Jews. He seems to have experienced here, though, a moment of sanity after a lifetime of insanity. His thoughts polluted with delusions of Jews as the mortal enemies of the German people and really all mankind. He said the Jews were not a race, but a spiritual community. Very interesting. Uh, not that today's non-observant Jews would uh, agree. Opining on a whoopee in the UK last week was an English Jew, a comedian like her, who I deliberately did not call a Jewish comedian because that would be inaccurate. Not when he agrees with Hitler. David Badiel on the Good Morning Britain program opined on fellow comedian Whoopi objecting to her rejection of anti-Semitism as a form of racism. He said, quote, One of the principal things that's going on here is the resistance to the idea that anti-Semitism is racism. What does she think it is? I think a lot of people think this is religious intolerance, but the problem with that is that I'm an atheist. And the Gestapo would have killed me tomorrow. The neo-Nazis in Charlottesville would not ask a Jew whether he kept kosher before they set light to his house. They were not interested in faith, and the Nazis weren't either interested in faith. They were interested in racial purity. That's what the Nuremberg Laws were about. They were racial purity laws, close quote. And I think uh, people like this take them too seriously. Those racial laws were the cracked-brained delusions of the Nazis' pseudoscientists. All the Nazis cared about was power. Uh, they were not motivated by concern for racial purity. What moved them was a desire for the final solution to the existence of the Jews, who never in history were hated and murdered for their physical appearance, but their beliefs and behaviors. Badiel seemed to be in perfect agreement with the Nazis because uh, they were, what, all highly trained scientists, geneticists, and worried deeply for the fate of the German bloodstream that had been penetrated by Jews marrying Goyim in huge numbers, thanks to the emancipation and the rise of Reformed Judaism. The emancipation that gave Jews citizenship did little to change the hearts of Germans with their historic hatred of this people. This resulted in a flood of German Jews in the early 19th century, scurrying to the nearest church to get baptized, not because they had become believers. In fact, Christianity among Europe's chattering classes was on the way out. Conversion was a formality that would open doors to greater assimilation, assimilation into German society and a higher standard of living. The reformers at the time, as strange as it may seem today, launched their movement to save the Jewish people, to staunch the hemorrhaging via conversion to Christianity. They believe that by modernizing the Jewish religion, they would become more accepted in society. Reform even renounced their membership in the Jewish nation. The nation, they said, was the German nation. 
1885, in Pittsburgh, their sons and grandsons also renounced their membership in the Jewish nation. In America, they said, was their nation. David Badiel doesn't realize that in pronouncing himself an atheist, he likewise cuts himself off from the Jewish nation. He, like so many non-observant Jews, uh, who wish the Jewish people only the best, think there's such a thing as a secular Jew, when that is an oxymoron. The word Jew in Hebrew derives from uh, Jacob's fourth son, Yehuda, given that name by his Jewish mother, Leah, who thanked God for his birth, using the common Hebrew verb to thank. So one might uh, translate the concept of Jew as God-thanker, versus the term secular, when the Oxford English Dictionary defines secularism as opposed to religion. So secular Jew means a God-thanking opponent of religion, which makes no sense. Not only that, the first words of the Jewish belief are, quote, in the beginning God created heaven and earth. In the beginning God. So an atheist who rejects that takes himself out of the Jewish community. We agree that a Jew who apostatizes can no longer be seen as Jewish uh, if he converts to Christianity or any other religion. He legally remains a Jew, but that's a very different idea. To my mind, the word Jew is a legal status that says nothing of the spiritual life of a person who has free will, including the freedom not to like Jews. Karl Marx was legally a Jew. Bernie Sanders is legally a Jew. George Soros, none of whom deserve to be called Jewish. There's nothing Jewish about them. Think of the American trader in the 1990s, the CIA's Aldridge Ames, at this moment still rotting in a federal prison cell in Indiana for betraying the country to the Russians. Ames is an American. He was born in America. But in betraying America, he gave others the right to say he's no American. He doesn't behave like an American. He doesn't feel like an American. Likewise, David Badiel and Jews like him. Opining on another program about the same issue, Badiel objected to Whoopi describing the Holocaust as two sides fighting, which is just ignorance on her part. But then he said, this was not two sides. This was an ethnic group being marked out to be destroyed by a military industrial machine. Such language? This, this is Badiel's inability to speak the truth. This was not a nameless ethnic group destroyed by a military industrial machine. These were Jews being massacred by Gentiles. Overwhelmingly, one assumes, baptized Christians, and not for the first time. Of the three million Polish Jews murdered during the war, most were by the Nazis, though one respected Polish historian estimates 200,000 of them were murdered by their Polish Christian neighbors. Non-observant Jews like Mr. Badiel, via their non-observance, redefine the Jew as belonging to an ethnic group, uh, which it is, but that is only half the story. The Jews are unique for a national identity that is inextricably inseparable from their religion. The American nation pledges allegiance to the U.S. Constitution, and the Jewish nation pledges allegiance to the five books. The former uh, constitution, product of 55 a remarkable men, the latter dictated by the creator of life itself. Versus Badiel and others like him who think they can call themselves atheists and still be part of the Jewish people. And why? Because Adolf Hitler said so. Badiel takes seriously 
these Nazi theories of race, which were crackpot nonsense from the get-go. Uh, their archaic, satanic, Gentile hatred of Jews rebranded to repeat German-Jewish historian Greitz in his History of the Jews, published in the 1870s, the decade when anti-Semitism was spreading like wildfire. He called the Germans the most hateful people in Europe uh, and of the Jews, and this was before Adolf Hitler was even born. It was no accident of history that Nazism flared up in Germany, as in no other country. Badiel and those like him would surely agree that a Jew who apostatizes and becomes a Christian takes himself out of the Jewish community. And no less, and this is true of Jews who become atheists. Both this new Christian and this atheist reject Jewish belief and behavior. The non-observant think that Jewish identity is national only and that one can choose between equally valid options. You can be a secular Jew or be an observant Jew. Yvette Lieberman thinks like this. He, this week, blamed the struggling economy on the Haredim. He thinks this way, too, this enemy of the Jewish constitution over thousands of years. The root concept of the very word Jew radiates as God-thanker. The particle, the syllable El in Hebrew can mean God and can signify God. And in, it is no wonder it appears so many times in Jewish names. Elijah, Eliezer, Eleazar, Joel, Raphael, Eliyahu, Elimelech, and so on and so forth. A Jewish identity without the religion cannot survive. And oblivion is precisely what is happening to the non-observant in the exile. The only Jews in the exile today who will survive will survive what uh, my friend Stacy in New York calls the death spiral there that's destroying New York and destroying all other cities in America, which is afflicted with a virus far worse than COVID-19. It's a spiritual virus of the woke, the degenerate remnants of the Democratic Party, the disintegration of liberalism via the Democratic Party. It once was a leading culture in America. America's lead Declaration of Independence was written by the father of American liberalism, the great Thomas Jefferson, who likely today beyond the pearly gates shaking his head sadly out of what has happened to liberalism in America that uh, his generation fought and died for. An elite, corrupted by doing business with the communists in China, is in charge. Uh, this is the Democratic Party, which has gone from health to the perversion of Bill Clinton and his harridan wife to Bill's friend Jeffrey Epstein, the criminal pervert, Obama, the, Obama, the dissembling Muslim Jew-hater, Brennan at CIA, Comey, head of the FBI, all utterly corrupt people. The Department of Justice is corrupt. Think of that. The Department of Justice is corrupt. It's also a story in here, by the way, here in Israel, by the way, with the police here acting as corruptly as the FBI. No, the Jewish people stripped of religion is just that, not Jewish. Bernie Sanders, George Soros. All legally Jews, but not in the least... Jewish.
In a time where feelings have become fact, where rational thought and common sense has disappeared, one man stands above it all. I'm Howie Sobaker, your political hitman. Political Hitman airs every Tuesday at 11.59 p.m. North American time, 7 a.m. Israeli time, only on Israel News Talk Radio. Are you interested in transforming your life, drawing closer to the Creator, and uncovering the deeper meanings and hidden treasures in the Hebrew Bible? Then join me, Rav Yitzhak Michelson, and me, William Hall, on the Science of Kabbalah, where we are seeking to narrow the gap between what we understand of our physical and spiritual worlds. So make sure to tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Israel Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, here on Israel News Talk Radio. Speaking before of the um, incompatibility of atheism and Jewishness, yesterday, uh, as if returning from the dead, the famous Israeli scientist of politics and avowed atheist, Dr. Joseph Balin, Ph.D., was back in the news with an attempt to reignite the Oslo peace process. He has a new and improved plan. And here is ynetnews.com's account. And keep in mind, this online news outlet speaks for de-Judaized Israelis like Yossi, quote, The plan calls for an independent state of Palestine in most of the West Bank, Gaza, and East Jerusalem, territories seized by Israel in the 1967 Six-Day War. Israel and Palestine would have separate governments but coordinate at a very high level on security, infrastructure, and other issues that affect both populations. The plan would allow the nearly 500,000 Jewish settlers in the occupied West Bank to remain there with the large settlements near the border uh, annexed to Israel in a one-to-one land swap. Settlers living deep inside the West Bank would be given the option of relocating or becoming permanent residents in the state of Palestine. The same number of Palestinians, likely refugees from the 1948 war, would be allowed to relocate to Israel as citizens of Palestine with permanent residency in Israel, close quote. And if there's any benefit derived from uh, Yossi Balin's reemergence with this new improved peace plan, it's the reaffirmation of my old judgment of him that he's a moron. He makes me think of a four-year-old boy playing with blocks. One marked Israel, one marked Palestine, and he has some crayons uh, to make a map. Yossi already has, I'm sure, like Jared Kushner, uh, his idea of the map and the boundaries of the Palestinian state. Uh, in which he foresees some Jews may want to remain as a minority in the new state of Palestine, close quote. Though ynetnews.com did add that uh, the state, did not add that the state would likely be run by the Muslim Brotherhood. These are anti-Semitic Muslim assassins. Joe C. didn't take that into account, did he? Listen again to what his plan envisions. Israel and Palestine would have separate governments, but coordinate at a very high level on security, infrastructure, and other issues. Close quote. Yeah, that's right, Rossi, like 
Two long-lost brothers reconciled after an estrangement. Israelites and Ishmaelites will embrace and work together for the benefit of both peoples on security. For sure, the new government of Palestine will care greatly for the safety and security of Jews insane enough to choose not to flee their homes when Yossi's dreamed-of state comes to life. Yossi believes the Israeli government and the new Palestinian government, quote, will coordinate at the highest level for the benefit of both populations, close quote. Yeah, and never mind uh, that at the highest level, Islam is nothing but Jew hatred. Here's a Palestinian Media Watch post from last Friday in which the word operation is what civilized people called barbaric terrorist activity. A PA spokesman said, quote, not a single Palestinian carried out a single operation in order to kill civilians, close quote. The speaker was a regular host on PATV, Mr. Nasser Al-Laham. He said that a couple of weeks ago and repeated it last week, saying, quote, I want to again emphasize what I said in previous episodes. Not a single Palestinian has ever carried out a single operation in order to kill civilians, but all the operations that the Zionist parties carried out were in order to kill civilians. Palestinians do kidnap and shoot in the air to express the justice of their cause, while the Israelis shoot to kill. Uh, close quote. And I would ask the famous political scientist, Dr. Balin, in your scientific opinion, do you really think you could, as a Jew and an Israeli, coordinate at a high level with a man like this, this Arab who says PLO murderers never targeted civilians, serious denial, is functionally psychotic. As my book lays, lays out, the leaders of the uh, terrorists here came to prominence on the world stage via their satanic savagery against civilians having nothing to do with who owns the Holy Land. Those people had no connection. In my book, I document how Arafat consciously gave birth to the Palestinian identity via international horrors, like the hijacking of airliners in mid-flight, like secreting bombs upon them to explode them in mid-air and kill all aboard. The Olympic Games horror of 1972. 9-11 uh, was not the first time Muslims hijacked airliners. And here is this official PA TV presenter telling viewers the Palestinians never attacked the civilians, and that this is what the Jews do. And I say that with a man like this who is truly representative of his culture, we're wasting time trying to negotiate a mutually respectful peace agreement, which is still in the mind of a Gantz and a Lapide. Yesterday, Gantz and Bennett halted work on, a f on the future Jewish communities to be built in E1 between Jerusalem and Malay Adumim because that would plunge a dagger into the Palestinian dream of two-state solution and the joining of Arab settlements north and south of the Jews' holy city. The two-state solution was the mental handiwork of pointy-handed intellectuals like Balin, he and his cohorts, and with their PhDs, who engaged in wishful thinking that they mistook for serious thinking. The two-state solution is a pipe dream. It's not the plan of serious political thinkers. Worse, in his narcissism, Balin exercises a truly callous and even cruel attitude towards 500,000 Jews who, he says, can choose to relocate, which means in practice, as we saw in Gush Katif in 2005, the cruel eviction of hundreds of thousands of Jews from homes and communities, uh, homes they paid for, communities they built up. The lack of human empathy here in these leftist narcissists like Balin is breathtaking. His hatred of religious Jews 
who believe in their religious right to live in Judea and Samaria uh, is more important than peace with the Palestinians offends Yossi. The Jews can relocate, says Yossi, uh, but doesn't tell you who's going to pay for that. What does it cost to move 500,000 people from their homes and relocate them after they've been evicted uh, from homes they have every legal and moral right to live in? Or, he believes, um, some may choose to remain in the new state of Palestine and presumably enjoy life under the rule of the Muslim Brotherhood, though the plan does foresee coordination at the highest level between Israel and the new state of Palestine under the benign rule of the Muslim Brothers. These fanatical Muslims who will be most eager to go into partnership with Israelis and create a joint security apparatus and begin joint infrastructure projects for the good of both al-Yahud and the believers in the one true faith. Yossi Balin and Benny Gantz and Yair Lapid and all these two-state cultists in the State Department are fools and much worse. They're anti-Jew fools of Jewish extraction. Okay, that's it for this edition of Phantom Nation, generously sponsored by Floridians for the Safety and Security of Israel Institute that has generously agreed to extend this podcast uh, for the next few weeks. The music you heard uh, was from uh, Yossi Azulai. He was singing from Psalm 71, verse 8, and from Yehuda Glantz, and we will conclude with Yosef Karduna as usual. Uh, for those who want the full story of how the Muslims invented the Palestinians, buy my book, Phantom Nation, in hardcover or on Amazon Kindle. It's long, but many say once you start reading, it's hard to put down because it is the best, most truthful and insightful book ever on the war against Israel. Three other podcasts like this one are also available each week via subscription at www.phantom-nation.com. So Lila Tov from the OJT, that's the Occupied Jewish Territories, occupied by the most anti-Semitic and homicidal people in the world today. Until next time, I'm Shai Ventikoa.
Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips. With scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candlelighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. Howdy, this is Rita from Leak City, Texas, now living in Israel. And though my heart may have belonged to Texas, it now belongs to Israel and all the fantastic show hosts at Israel News Talk Radio. Hi, this is Michael Solomon from Kiryat Arba, Israel. And why do I love listening to Israel News Talk Radio? Because I love listening to the interesting interviews they do and their news reporting that most other media sources don't cover. Hey, this is Nicole Eko from Malmo, Sweden. It gets pretty cold here in Sweden, so I love cuddling up with a warm cup of tea while I listen to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, this is Frank Norris from Tennessee. Me and my dog Buster really love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. <laughs> You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Opinion and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. 